is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, live. All right, welcome everybody to Schaefer Baseball Report. Ray Torres. Sir. Andrew One Tools Ike. Vanilla Shafe, the ultimate Caucasian. <laughs> that was my that was my nickname in Seattle, you know that, right? Did you know that? Oh, I know that. I've heard it, but... So, yeah. Oh, then I won't tell it then. No, tell I'm it. I'm only here to tell you no, stories. Listen, I don't care if anybody... <laughs> the new fans haven't heard it, you know? Hey. Now, only, only only white dude on the field on travel days and certain starts. You know, he had Latinos and black guys and, and then me. Vanilla and then, Shafe. so, you know... I'm looking around and Harold Reynolds said, "Man, it's like it's like a big Oreo out here." <laughs> like, what do you mean? He goes, "You're vanilla, you're white, everybody else is chocolate." You yeah, know. There you so, go. Then, so then, uh, like two days later, uh, Henry Gonzalez, that was our clubhouse guy, had on top of my locker Vanilla Shafe, and that was that that was my nameplate on my locker for the next three years. So did Vanilla Ice steal it from you? Well, you know, I, I, he's see. There's two different. See, he's he's, he's, he's just, he's just Vanilla Ice. I'm yeah. Vanilla Shafe Ultimate. Okay. okay. Caucasian. I got gotcha. you. See how that, you see I where gotcha. that goes? I got gotcha. you. Yeah, right. that goes along. So, hey, we got to say hello to Artie. Yeah. All right. He's, he's in the background here. Amanda's yeah. uncle, yeah. Nan's brother. And Artie's, uh, we got some good news today. Artie's going to move back up here from Florida. So, okay. he'll be a staple here. Big sports fan. There you go. A lot of knowledge, a lot of fun to have around. And will you be the super fan out at the Tuck? Big super. <laughs> he will. He's the Uber fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's the super fan. You got to see the hoopty that he wrote up here in, though. It's like, it, it's amazing it made it. Like, the, the mirrors look like they're RoboCops because the outside covers are ripped off. There's no, there's no mirror in the freaking thing. No dashboard, but he said, ran great. Okay, hey, got me here. Ran great. Does it have duct tape on it? Oh, there's a lot of duct tape, isn't there, Artie? <laughs> oh, there you go. That's oh, the yeah. ultimate hoopty right there. We you know, have duct tape. You, you know, you know you're, uh, you're a craftsman when you open the guy's toolbox and all that's in there is duct, duct tape. Hey, you can't go wrong with duct tape. No, that's what they tell me. Yeah. That's, that's what they say. So, hey, I want to jump out. I want to say quick shout-out to Architect Sports here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Okay, Alan Tyson, Jason Hoon, um, Sarah, uh, Sydney, Erica. I mean, you know, I, I can go on. I, I'm, I'm going to miss Aaron. I miss some people there, but... Um, you know, we send all of our athletes there. That when there's something wrong, the first person that I call is Alan Tyson. There you go. And uh, he's tremendous with him. And what has what been special? One, I've known Alan since I played here in '93 with the Knights. He was the clubhouse, not the clubhouse guy. He was our trainer. Okay. Um, clubhouse guy. He was clubhouse. always in the clubhouse. Well, almost, so was I. I was, old, I was old. I was always in the training room then. He was getting iced up. But I've known Alan since then, and now he's you know he he runs Architect Sports with Frank Wright. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I, I've uh, I've been there a couple of times. You, they did a lot of work on Ray and got him right. Frank's a Frank's a terrapin. Oh, is he? Oh yeah, one of the greatest comebacks ever in Maryland football history. So um, listen. Only, so, but those only... guys, listen. If there's if there if, if there's if you're an athlete in your family and there's some injuries or something like that, this is where you need to go because they go beyond just being. Oh yeah. You know the medical. They're, they're extremely personal. They, they 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 take pride in their work, and they make sure that uh, whatever they do, they go the extra yard. And that's that isn't a commercial or, or play. That's no. just telling you, man. Because I'm going there for my that knee. That almost sounded like a commercial. That was Does good. it? Yeah. Pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's take 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 over. two. <laughs> do it again. Yeah. Stop stuttering while you're doing it, Shafe. But no, that, those um, guys are great. I mean, uh, like I said, when Ray got injured over the spring, you know, we went there. That was those are the first guys we went to, and. Uh, very very personable. Um, uh, great people. Following up and, and got them right. Now from the minute you walk in there, the front desk all the way through the the, yep. the, the process and uh, and they don't let me get away with anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, I'm good. I did that at the gym. Nah, <laughs> now you're gonna do it here. Buddy. There you go. Yeah. You're right. gonna you're gonna do it here. So, um, Andrew, how about the indoor facility? It's coming along quick. It's crazy, right? Yeah, really quick. Roofs you, up. Yeah, did you walk in there today, Ray? I have not, but I pulled we'll up and I was back. like, we'll I was on the phone, back. but it was like unbelievable. I mean, it's. Amazing. What I mean, are they putting in the, 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 the insulation right now, right? <clears throat> the roof's on. It's done. They're cleaning up. They're, oh. clean, they're, they're cleaning the floors up. Did you walk in there this morning? No, I haven't. Yeah, everything is done, packed up. Like they're, now they're going to have to clean up the floors. And now I guess we have to bring in the garage door guys, the window guys, the masons. So, it, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed. I mean, it, you know, they'll never give us an early date as oh, when they're going to be not. done. You know, but it looks like it could be done. Oh, listen. Fairly quickly. Sooner and later, yeah. Yeah. Every week is like, uh, you know. They... And this weather's amazing, right? Oh, thank you. So yeah, now it's... the Masons can get out here and get rocking. Yep. I mean, we were concerned about that. You get bad weather, it shuts yep. these guys down. Rain, whatever. Yep. Yep. yep shuts them down. So it's, you know, we're thrilled. I know Queens, Ross uh, Steely's excited. We're excited. CMR's excited. 
you know, those are the three entities that will be in there, predominantly CBC. Yep. Because um, that's a big part of our business model. But during the, uh, during the spring season, you'll have queens out there, you know, using it, and they'll use it during the day. And then we'll have our team practices and everything ongoing going on at night but it's it's functional it, it, it's it's a smaller version of the very first building we were in on mm -hmm. westinghouse you know free it's a free free span were you talking um, about the last one mm -mm. no no the very first building first we were on westinghouse is i don't even know if we nah, knew that nah, oh dude so, that yeah. thing was that thing that place you know rocked. where the ewing building is on westinghouse no across from jet or right from right you know when you come off 277 and not, you just make a 77 uh 77 you come off 77 and you make a left and you make a left on olympic but the to the right is ewing it's a big Free span building. We were in that one originally. Oh, really? Oh, that mm -hmm. thing was Taj Mahal. That was amazing. And you had a nice outdoor area, too. Where you we had a nice outdoor and area. And yeah, it was great. It was great. Artie was there. Artie remembers that building, don't you, Artie? Yeah. Hey, there you go. So it's, uh, but, so this is a miniature version of that, okay. which is which is more practical in a sense because we use it primarily for our teams. Yeah. You know, we'll do some certain things. We have our, our pitcher-catcher uh, preseason showcase, I guess we can call it. Yeah. Uh, January 30th, where we bring pitchers in from the area and yeah. catchers, and we bring college recruiters in. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, a prelim to their season, so they know who to go to check out and yeah. who they like. And we're going to uh, we'll stream it this year. We have all streaming going inside the building. We'll have uh, Rapsodo. We'll have hit tracks. We'll have, you know, we'll have video, you know, uh, video equipment in there to make sure that we're getting everything captured for the kids everything and we can turn it to collegiate. Oh, everything that we need. Yeah. You know, it's 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 pretty exciting. It's 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 very exciting. So hopefully that is done by end of January. Okay. I mean, we'd like to see it. You know, I, I my opinion is it could be done if the Masons got out here. It could be done mid January, but then we're at the mercy of the inspectors. Then they got to come out of here and say, you know, he yeah, had this good or bad, and you know, sign off and we get the CO, and then we're gone. Get up and running. And we got room outside of it for more cages, more mm -hmm. batting cages. All right. Up towards the uh, 85, towards the expressway. Okay. Side. Yeah, there's a big, all you got to do is grade it out and yep. <clears throat> drop in cages there. And then uh, behind it, we have room for two more ball pens. And then you got the big uh, lake. The, 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 and then we can go the, fishing. Then you fish. go fishing. We go fishing for baseballs. Yeah, fishing for baseballs. <laughs> and it'd be interesting in about 10 years if somebody went down and, you know, it's like dodging, oh like God. when they go it's diving for golf balls, balls yeah, right? In the ponds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many, so many. Uh, so many baseballs in there. It's it's painful. Yeah, you know, when it, it goes is. over the fence, like ah, that one's in the water. That's yeah, gone. yeah. <laughs> you know, what? sounds like when we're on the golf course. Really, <laughs> oh god, that one's in the water. You know, oh, that man. one's in the woods. And somehow so, Chase finds his ball. Right I do. You got to get. You got to know how to mark them. You got to know how to mark them. That's right. You got to mark every single ball the same and go look. <laughs> <laughs> you got to buy every ball the same number there you and go. mark it the same way. It's like eh, find my ball. Exactly. You draw over the number. Say, oh, I had a one the whole time. You know, yeah. Andrew, Andrew Andrew's streaky on the golf course, man. He's really streaky. I don't know. It just seems like he seems to be in a good streak when he plays me. So or, what, or he overpours my cocktail. Oh, he definitely <laughs> overpours the cocktail. Oh my god. Well you got a taste of that. Listen, yeah, that was I'm hooked. So what am I? If he's streaky, what am I? Non existent? <laughs> you should keep score, Ray. <laughs> keep that pencil sharp. <laughs> I'll mess that up too. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say caddy. At that, that point, at the third hole, Ray was like, "What? What? Why am I walking around? <laughs> Let me just sit in the cart for the next out, 14, that, yeah. 15 that holes." Was, no, that no, was he can play music. He can be the, the music so, player. All right, it's crazy stuff going on. A lot right? of crazy stuff. Crazy stuff going on. So crazy year. So crazy what, year. What, what do we expect? So next Olympics. They're pulling baseball. Unbelievable. Right? They'll bring back baseball. I think So in 2024, they're going to pull it out. 2028, they're going to bring it What's back. What's the reasoning now? Well, one, 2024 is international. It's not in the States. 2028, it's in Los Angeles. So it's more baseball population, more interest in the Okay. In the sport. That's, that's my opinion. But what are they substituting? What are, well, I don't know if they're substituting, but they're adding in. Well, it was, I mean, exactly. pretty much. Yeah. Do that move again. No, no, no. Brooke, no, 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 move. no, 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 no. I got to listen. I, I charge for those moves. You know what I mean? Exactly. I get, Ray, you know we can just replay it back on the screen, <laughs> so, right? Hey. I, got the, I got the windbreaker suit ready. So Win break tryouts. dancing. Break dancing. And now we have our own Olympic candidate right That's here. That's right. Let's say, who, you going to sponsor me? You going to sponsor me? To Dude, he'll, he'll do one spin and he'll be like, hey, architect sports. Architect sports. They should sponsor me. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to spin on my head and it'll be over. The next snap to be like a South Park episode. Like, he killed Kenny. We so, killed Ray. I don't understand. Why are they taking baseball? Like, right now, we got baseball coming up in 21, right? Right. So why well, are they not having it? Continue? Well, baseball classic. So, wait. 
is baseball not in the Olympics coming up? No, 2024 Olympics. We got an Olympics coming up this summer. Yeah, don't but, we? But it's some. I don't know if this summer are they summer Olympics? Yeah, this year? yeah, because we didn't have it last year for the 2020. So we should be having it for 21. No, it's every two years, isn't it? Well, that's the World Baseball Classic every two years. Yeah, but I think the. I don't know. What yeah, we whatever. Let's, we're all confused yeah. here. Listen, we try, we, we try to have a conversation. Year. We try to sound intelligent. We end up sounding like it was supposed no, to be this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no baseball coming up. Well, it, all, yeah. it was supposed to originally, and then they denounced that baseball will not be. Uh, you there. know what? I, I I like the World Baseball Classic better. Oh, I do too. Oh my God, it's so I, much because the Olympics is a lot of amateur. I mean, not that it's a great opportunity for the amateurs across the across the world, but you're running teams out there that just don't belong. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's almost like a, a U-Triple-S-A tournament on the weekends right. or something like that. You're going to run into something that just really shouldn't be out here. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're out there for the right reasons. You sure. know, it's like the Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah, <laughs> You know, that's so right. that's what you run into those guys on the baseball field. Not. Uh, but I, I agree. I think I like the, the world, uh, the, the World Baseball Classic. It's yeah. so much more. I mean, there's a lot of energy going on. It's like. Like World Series atmosphere every game, so but that's it. Break dancing, man. Hey, you know I can't wait to like TiVo that and watch it. You know over and over and over and you know and and then how many years down the road we're gonna like we watch baseball classics. Yeah, you're gonna go watch back the. Uh, you're gonna go back and watch the the break dancing classic from night from 2024. And you know <laughs> I wonder if that guy's gonna get endorsements and things like that's that. That's right. Like I'm sure they are. I mean that's I mean going to the Olympics is expensive. So these guys, who's making money off of break dancing? Somebody has to be. Uh, yeah, somebody, somebody's I mean, got to be. Somebody has to be. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Hey. Yeah. So. Good, listen, it stinks for baseball, yeah. but I guess good for baseball. All right, so um, have a uh, former teammate. You guys met him at the, uh, at the gala, Mark mm-hmm. Chiardi, produced the rookie, Miracle, uh, Miracle on Ice, Invincible, Secretariat, oh, yep. Chappaquiddick. Um, you know, he's done some amazing things. It's, and uh, he has a new movie coming out now on Disney called Safety. And uh, it starts play, tonight play from Clemson. I think so. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get confirmation that it that it's uh, okay. It's premiering tonight. But he was just on uh, Hot Stove Network. Okay. With uh, with Harold Reynolds and uh, one of the other guys, and you know promoting promoting it. But what is it? What is it about? Safety. He's he was a safety at Clemson, and the premise I think is he raised his brother inside the dorms. I mean, really? Yeah, I think you know either his mom passed or something was bad, and he brought his brother in there. And oh wow! So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool story, I guess. And um, you know they're, they're tweeting back, they're texting back and forth right now. This whole crew—that's that's the beauty of this game. <laughs> like these are the guys that I played with at Maryland, right? And they're a bunch of they're a bunch of idiots. I mean, it's I mean it's it's just it's total st- stupid stuff. It's, <laughs> and I keep telling my wife Amanda is like you know it's we just get bigger and hairier, and, but we don't really grow up. No. Like we got to act professional and be you know every now and then. But I I'm not real good at it. Right? You good at it? Sometimes. No, you're still young. He's still a kid, so he doesn't get it. You. Me? Yeah. What? Listen, I got my hat backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and you break there. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, like, I don't want to grow up. What are you kidding me? I, listen. Yeah. Is, so, but, uh, so, you know, check it out if it's on. I'm going to find out for sure, and we'll, you know, I'll tweet it out or text it out. Yeah, that'd be cool. Tonight, it's, it's pretty cool. He's, he's had amazing successes, and he's been very good at UDACF. He was out here, um, spoke. Uh, last year, yeah, well, the last gala that we had, yeah, the when we gave we had. The it was award. supposed to be there two years ago, but he to couldn't Jack, make it. To Jack Leggett. Um, so, I want to talk about showcase coaches. Okay. 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 All right. So, and and what you know, and what the you know, what the differences are, and what some of the uh, the BS that's thrown around out there to kind of attract or not attract, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, there's definitely organizations at the highest level. So there's there's Power Five colleges, and there's literally Power Five showcase organizations. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. The Canes is one, Five Stars one, uh, the Orlando Scorpions used to be one. They were one. Yep. Dallas Bandits were one. CBA across the country. Um, CBA across the country. You know, and there's some other teams that are kind of trying to get in there, but those realistically are the, you know, are the Power Fives and. We know that their, their national team, their top team, mm-hmm. is basically free. Yeah, for right? no doubt, no doubt. So you know, and everybody else underneath pays for that team to be there. And we always say, listen, if you got a chance and you think you're good enough to do that, you think you're good enough to play on that national team, and it's free, and they're going to take you all over the country, and you're going to get involved in all these high-level scouting things because most of those kids are potential draft picks out of high school. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of kids, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of kids out there that won't play in those organizations that are potential draft picks. Yeah, no doubt. But, but 
just won't you know won't put on those uniforms. Mm-hmm. But you know they they give you opportunity you know for that, and that's their marketing to it. Now the other part of their marketing to it that's kind of like a little deceiving is that they'll list all these national championships because they're they're a nationally based organization, mm-hmm. right? And they want teams and volume, and they want kids from everywhere. Yep. The reality of it is, only that top team is really the ones that won all the national championships. That's right. Those are it's all free. They're all recruited, scouted, brought in, taken care of, pampered. They should be winning national championships. And that, okay. and that's the thing where they do it. The, I mean, they do it extremely professional the, and, and correct. If you are going to do it at that national level, they do it right. They do it right. right. They do definitely do it right. And I mean, they just you know, it's it's the. the they're loaded with 30 guys per roster where, you know, I mean, a regular team like a CBC that goes in there that could right. compete with them on any given date. Right. But when you get deeper into the tournament, day five, day six, day seven, yeah. when you're, you know what I mean, you're already through your stud and he can't throw again for the rest sure. of the week, they got five studs coming in mm-hmm. for the for the playoffs and right. day six. So that's what gets them over the hump. And like I said, listen, more power to them. They do it right. They do it. They do it for that ex- for that one team. You know, you're not you're not you're not playing on that team. To get a college scholarship, right? Like, because you're already offered, you committed, you're yeah, done. You're pretty you're, much done. You're, yeah. you're playing on that team so you could be around other top draft picks to increase your stock. Well, you're, hope, you're hoping you're competing against all the other national teams and you're playing at a certain level, yeah. right? And the other part of it is you; those are the organizations that scouts are going to migrate to. So yes. just like just like scouting in the collegiate level, okay? So JUCOs and D3s and Division twos will open up before NCAA D1. Yes, two weeks, yes. So the scouts will... Power out to those, those events early, and as soon as the D one flips, that's it. They disappear. Mm-hmm. They're gone. So, same thing kind of happens with, you know, the kind of Power Five showcase type of organizations, is the scouts will migrate to those guys. Yep. You know, and it ends up being the same same scenario. There's a there's so many guys that we've seen at the D two level that should be drafted that don't get drafted. Oh, no doubt about right? it. Because the scouts aren't sitting through the whole season with these guys. So those are the kind of the um you know, used we used to we used to laugh. So like Chiardi is Chiardi is going I'm not Jones in here. I'm not squirreling. I'm gonna parallel this, okay? <laughs> Chiardi is one of those guys as a man you go, dude, that's a good looking guy. You know what I yeah. mean? So when you walk into a room with Chiardi Everybody, all the all the women look at Chiardi, right? Like, oh, good God! So you're just hoping that you're you know, the wingman, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're the wingman. So exactly, you went like, you know, yeah, right. I'll, I'll take the eight. I'm <laughs> 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 pretty damn good, right? You know. So that's what it was like running around with Chiardi, and I, I mean, he's, he's 60 years old. He still looks like he's, you know, yeah. He, uh, a buddy of ours calls him Adonis here in Charlotte. <laughs> so, but that's what happens when these guys go and recruit. In the college level, they're going after the sexiest guy, which is on the bump, yeah. right? Yep. The next sexiest guy is behind the dish because he's handling the guy, the guy, on, guy the on the bump, yep. right? So everything else around it. You build up the middle. You know, you know, and every now and then you run into a Dansby Swanson or something like sure. that. Or, you know, but you, you, can, you can find those same, ta- those same guys at a D2 level. Or you can find those same guys at a mid-major D1. Yeah. If you was there, there, yeah. If you was there long enough to watch them and, 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 and see them over and over and just see their tangibles and be like, that's a dude. Right. But if you go, if if they're not there and, you know what I mean, they can't see them. And if, and if the day they do go yeah. and they're watching the, the arm, yeah. he doesn't perform that day. Now he does you know what I mean, he's not written so up. So it's, it, it, it's a gamble to commit, okay? It's mm-hmm. a gamble to commit because you, you, want, you, you want, for example, Dylan. Ray Jr., right? We want them to play at the highest level. Yep. They're that type of talent. Mm-hmm. Okay, They deserve to be in that mix and play in that, in, in that level. So they're taking in – they have a roster of – the old roster was 35, right? It's expanding Oh, now. my God, it's expanding. It's 40, going, I think it's, yeah, it's, it might even be 45. Yeah, it's going places, up. It's right? going up. So, but you're going in, and you're one of 35. Yeah. And you're playing – you're in a power five. Wow, this is great! You know, I'm wearing the Clemson uniform. I'm wearing a Carolina, a Carolina uniform, yeah. a South Carolina uniform, Stanford uniform, whatever. And but you don't play, right? Mm-hmm. When you you could have played it at a mid-major D1, mm-hmm. you could have played absolutely D2 and had a chance to get drafted, right? Get better and get so, drafted. So yep. you got to get you know you got to be very careful of uh, you know are you that really that guy that's going to go in and make an impact? Because if you're not making an impact or, or turning heads as a freshman when you get in there done if you sign early like early early and now we're seeing it right now we saw it right here in charlotte and it's crazy you haven't even played a day of high school baseball 
and you're committing to an ACC school, right? That's, yep. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous, okay? Because you have, you're not really committed until you're in class for one day or on campus for one day. Or you're not, I mean, yeah, until, I think you're not committed until you get that letter of intent. Well, you, the letter of intent is it, but you're not going to get any money until you, you know. Oh, yeah, until, yeah. I mean, right. it's, 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 it's a catch-22, right, because everybody wants to commit as early as they can so they could just say, hey, I don't have to worry about it anymore, and I could just move forward and just get you know, better and just continue playing. Right. But also it's a matter of now if you commit as early as a freshman, right, now you're giving that college coach three years to keep tabs on you, right? Well, so if you, don't, right. Like, if you don't progress of where they think you're going to be, you just limited yourself to other schools that might have given oh, yeah, you more you're money. Out. You're out. You're done. Yeah, because they're not going to they're not going to court you because you've already verbally. No, no, because so you're out. When, when you get into your yeah. senior year and you're expecting that letter of intent, and you guys agreed upon four years prior to X amount of dollars that yeah. they 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 anticipated where you're going to keep climbing that ladder and right. where that money was going to meet, and if you don't meet that you know expectation for that college coach. They could give you 101 reasons why they yeah. don't have to give you that money anymore, and they're going to move forward with another player. Yeah. So they're, they're looking at big bodies. They're looking at physical kids, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so the, 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 let's just use the freshman, use the 2024 class, for example. There's 2024 players that are better skill sets, but not as physical yet, not right? Not as big, yep. So give those kids three years, and they become physical now on top of their skill set, and you that signed as – something physical but not very high high skill set you're the one that's going to be out yeah i mean and that's the thing where it's we're we're asking young kids to continue pushing that envelope as far as development right, right. and it's tough as adults it's tough for us to you know we get a promotion you know what i mean we know that this is our livelihood if we don't continue progressing and moving mm -hmm. up in the job ranks you know what i mean someone else is going to come take our job so you're asking a 14 15 year old say hey you're set. You just committed to SEC, ACC school. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do for the next three to four years to get better, right? right? They, everyone right. says, I'm going to outwork. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But yeah. some will. Some will. No, some, no yeah. doubt about it will. Ray but, did. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, but it's, it's, it's I, 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 I'd rather have the guy that's the overachiever that's, that, that, that'll run through a fence for you, that's yeah. hardworking, that's going to be, that puts it in every day, than yeah. the guy that just, just showcase well. Right, like there's some there's showcase players and there's yeah. dudes. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the dudes yeah. sometimes get overlooked at the showcase level because I see, I see a lot of showcase levels at lower levels in college now that were you know that showed yeah. something special. Well, th uh, those coaches those coaches weed those guys out, right? Because yeah. like you're you're coaching you're a head coach at the ACC SEC level, you're getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know the exact amount, yeah, but they're getting paid get a lot of money, right? A lot more than everybody else. Yeah, they're getting a lot more than everybody else. So they're not really. You, you got to walk in there and do something. They're not willing. They're not. They're not investing three years into you to become the dude by your junior year. No, they don't have time. It's they don't have time. Win now or be out. That's it. Yeah. So they have to win, yeah. right? You have two bad seasons at SEC. You're gone. Right. You know. So those coaches aren't really waiting for you to hit right. your max potential, yeah. and because if not, you're going. You're going somewhere you be, else. You better. You better walk in as a freshman prepared to take somebody's job. Or if you're not going to take somebody's job, you are. A freshman and there's a junior that might be drafted and then your job is the next year yes yeah but be, be, be prepared for that but work with that guy right like work with that guy that's in front of you that, that that's better right now right and not not look at it as like a, a, yeah. a bad thing so see what he does every day yeah. learn his traits become you want to become better I, than I, him I, I didn't go that way yeah I, I went in thinking I, I hate you no I'm saying no 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 no, no. <laughs> and I want your job now absolutely and I'm not gonna be your buddy no you know, I, I, no it's it's <laughs> no I'm saying when you go into a, a, a when you go into a position where they you know you're not gonna take that guy's job right like right. The, the coach says hey this is a Logan Davis at Clemson he played four years sure. phenomenal right like no yeah. you could have had any shortstop coming around the country wasn't yeah. taking Logan Davis out right, right? I mean he was just that right. good but you can learn so much from Logan Davis mm -hmm. if you played behind him Davidson David what did I say Davis Davis it's Davis. That's right. Right. Spanglish. Spanglish. Yeah, Spanglish. There you go. Listen, <laughs> we, 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 we make our own vowels. Yeah. So, so uh, my thing with the freshmen is congratulations. I mean, obviously. No doubt about I, it. Obviously, they, they, they yeah. saw something in yep. you that, that they can project. However, Absolutely. I would like to see the stat of players that committed that early if they end up going to that school. No, it's very low. That's, that's what yeah. I would like it's, to see that very, stat. It's funny you said that because I was thinking about looking that up this morning. But, you know, Artie and I were driving around doing some other things. And. 
no time to do it. But that that is a very low statistic. I've seen it before, and it's like I'm sure it's less than five percent. It's in the single digits. Right. Yeah. It's, it's definitely in the single digits. So you know, but you've already cut yourself out because you've cut yourself out of all these other options. Now, yeah. listen. You know, I mean, we can look around and we can, you know, we can, uh, you know, Dylan Atkins down at the beach. I mean, that kid's a freak, right? We saw Ryan Clifford. Yeah, Ryan. Freak. Yeah. Those guys yeah. are out Donna there. Griffin. Yep. Some of these other guys we're seeing sign as, you know, even uh, Justin Best. I mm -hmm. mean, big, strong, athletic, you know. Sweet swing. You know, sweet swing. Just, you know, that's it. You know, and then all these other guys that we've seen, you know, not sold. You know, not 100% sold. Not that I don't think they could get there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But to lay... A power five on a kid that early? It's a lot of uh, so, a lot of baggies right there, a lot of pressure. I wonder how much more of that we're going to see. I mean, I, you know, I like talking to college coaches that just say, listen, I'm not going that road. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sign kids early. Now, some schools wait too late. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. You know, but, I mean, there's definitely a good window in there. To, you know, now you can see the projectability of the kid. You can see, is he going to be physical enough? Now, you yeah. know, he's handled his academics well. And, you know, but, you know – Sidebar, I mean, you know, I'm happy for the kid. I mean, they're excited. Now the whole closet is full of the, you know, yeah. clothes from that school. And yeah, I walk around going, you know, I'm committed. But, you well, know, you better you better overperform now. Oh, no doubt. I mean, especially, yeah. I mean, now you walk into your high school, you know what I mean? And now you have to you have to be the dude. I mean, there's a lot of there, there, there's a lot that comes with that 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 tag that you get when you commit early, right? Yeah. Like you're no longer just a guy on a team, right? Now you're mm -hmm. like, hey, we're playing X, Y, and Z. And don't let we we're, our goal today yeah. is to make that guy go over yeah. four, right? Yeah. Like they're gonna th go after you. They're gonna go after you. Uh, so I mean, listen, some could do it, some can't. I mean, wish them all the best. Congratulations, yeah. you know what I mean? Hey, sure. that's, that's that's a great yeah. that's, listen. Great it's a great accomplishment for the kid and the family. Whereas you got that monkey off your back as far as like, hey, now we could just start focusing. Yeah. So now, so here, here's what's gonna happen in our world, Andrew. Is now that people are gonna start to see these younger, these 2024 commits, right? Mm -hmm. And they're gonna go at 13 years old. Like, should we go to a showcase? Uh, should there be recruiters here mm -hmm. at 13 years old mm -hmm. that can project on me till I'm 14 and be committed? Mm -hmm. I mean, they haven't even played a day of high school baseball yet. Yep. They've played middle school baseball or maybe a little bit of JV or something like that. But they have not proven themselves on the biggest stage. Yep. But yet they've committed to the biggest stage. It's 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 crazy because I, I mean I would just. I was looking back the other day, a couple few days ago, just like Ray's 16U year. He was on like the, the national national teams of all right. around the country. So I was like, let me look at that roster, right? Pull that roster out. Like, let me see how many guys are playing that got drafted from that roster. Two guys are playing, right. are, you know what I mean? And there's like four guys that's playing D1, right? All those guys were committed at 16. That's, so that it was Ray's sophomore year going into his junior year. All those guys were committed. There was 30 guys on that roster. All of them were committed to major D1s. And I looked up all the names, four guys still playing, you know, ACC, SEC, two guys got drafted off that roster, and the rest of the guys are like, you know, mid-major somewhere, yeah. you know? I mean, so it's like, why don't we wait? Like, I, I, if we are going to start committing kids at 14 years old, there needs yeah. to be, both parties need to be 100% well, in, the school yeah. and the parent. Money, money yeah. needs to be and on that, the table. And you have to honor that right then. And if you there. take that scholarship yeah. away from that you kid. You can't wait till the, no. the National Letter of Intent. No, absolutely. You can't wait till yeah. his senior year to be like, hey, we're going right. to move in a different direction. Because right. if you pull sure. that, you lose that scholarship, right? Yeah. And if that kid decommits from this school, he, he loses the year yeah. of eligibility yeah, as there a freshman. Has con, there has to be consequences to this, you know, this good – Good feel moment. Yeah. Unless there's like a, a coaching change or something like that. I would yeah, say that would be the only stipulation. Yeah, there's a there's like that. yeah. something. That's a good it's, point. It's, it's just right now I feel like everyone is going for the biggest 14-year-olds, right? Like all of them are saying, hey, I don't want you to take him. I don't want you to take him, so I'm going to offer him, right? Yeah. And if he pans out, great. I got him. I've had him for the past four years. And if he doesn't pan out, hey, just, just dump kick him a, before we, he gets there. Yeah, we dump him. You know, you it's no big deal. And if, yeah. and, and if, you know. Listen, if, they're not going to stop recruiting because they signed, because they, they got you no, to No, absolutely not. They're like, not going to go, okay, we're good. In no. 2024, we're good. We got this guy coming in or, or you know, they're going to continue to recruit. And if they find something they like better that's sexier, Oh, it's peace it's, out, dude. I mean, it's yeah, it's scary. But again, we want to make 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 clear, like you know, we're happy for the kids. Sure, we're oh. happy for the family. It's not like you know, no, no, no. You know, we're, I'm just you know, we're be, stating facts be, here. Yeah, be prepared for what is what you just committed to. Absolutely. I'm just a little confused on how 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 the recruiting and the commitment, you know, it's are are happening this day and age, right? Like. Yeah. 
college coaches hasn't been out there, you know, bubble since March 13th. Right. That's they, when that's when, when everything. When have they seen this kid like, play? So when have they seen this kid face 90? When have they seen this kid? You know, I mean. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's sense. it's so not him, just anybody, anybody. that's committing. No, that's yeah, yeah, like anyone from a freshman to a senior, like. W- w- is this just being based on just videos now? Like, like where, you know, I don't know. Like if, if someone came to me right now, right. And let's happen to say, they say, Hey, we want to give Ray this X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, where did you see him? Right. Yeah. Like, Oh, we seen a video of him. Like, what do you know of him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, and, and, and people could say, Oh, it's so easy for you to say, you know what I mean? Your son committed, you know, right after his right. freshman year, but people don't understand. It was a, like a 15 to 18 month process of, both parties, LSU and Ray, interviewing each other. We went down three times. We talked every week. So it wasn't. It was a matter of they, they, they was they was bought into Ray. Ray was bought into them, and it was something that he wanted to go. And it was, it wasn't a matter of we got the first phone call from Maneri. Maneri says, "Hey, we want you." And Ray says, "Okay, I'm there." Ray was going there from the end of his eighth grade year. He was going on. He went to a, a, a showcase. At LSU, he performed well. We, they invited us <clears> back <throat> for another showcase. We went to another showcase. Yeah. Went to a football game. We went to another football. You yeah. know what I mean? It was just so, it was. They kept track of him through his freshman year of high school. They kept track of him in the summer. Then in the summer, they seen he was playing up and he was performing what they expected. Right. With him playing up and he was doing it on the major platform, that's when they offered him. Well, I'll tell you because you you know we walked this. The whole story with Ray with you, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we're always asking that, you know, how he's doing. Well. Oh, absolutely. And then when he decided to go to San Jack, I give LSU all the credit in the world. Oh, I tip because, my hat to them because you went to him and said, "Listen," and you asked him straight up, "Is absolutely. Is, is he going to play his freshman year?" That's absolutely. And they said, "No, he's not going to be playing his freshman they year." They said, and you said, "If I send him to San Jack, would you still honor? You yes. Know, would he still be your, you know?" Go, and they said. Go to Sanjak, catch you know five guys that are throwing ninety five. Well, and- no, I'm gonna take it. Bef- it was this is the that was exactly the conversation where you know what it was like. Hey, what's the expectations of Ray walking in the next year? They said it's very very low because right. we have Saul Gaza that had a phenomenal right. year the prior year, and that's gonna be our that's our that's our guy we're going with. And we have so if Ray walks in here, it's gonna be very very hard for him to walk on the field the freshman year. So I knew Ray needed to play because of a senior year. He needed to play the next year. So I said, hey. If we decided to go the JUCO route, would you still honor the scholarship that you're right. offering him right now? They say yes. They said, where would you like to go? I said, I have no idea. I have to talk to Ray about this first. Like, this is just yeah. conversation. Ray, Ray, Ray and I both decided that he needed to play. The coach went over and beyond and made phone calls on Ray's behalf. He called three major JUCOs around the country. And we decided on which one. And he said, these are the best three options for you to go to. He called those coaches. Those coaches called us. And we made that choice. And that was on the coach from LSU. He made those right. calls. We never we never said, hey, we're not going to LSU. We're going to Sanjak. You know, it was between Chipotle, Sanjak, and Florida Northwest. So that's a, that's a different scenario in a sense. If you say you go to, say this kid, whoever it is, ends up at the Power Five, and it looks like he's not going to play. Mm-hmm. He's a freshman, right? And this is in the fall of his freshman year. Yeah. We've seen this happen at NC State. We've seen this happen at South Carolina. Yes. You know, those are just in our back door. We've seen this happen, right? It, it's probably happened in other ACC schools. And they, and they because they overcommit on the roster because they don't know who's going to get drafted, right? Yep. Um, they don't know if somebody's going to say, okay, I'm done playing. I want to be a student or whatever. So they, they overcommit. They got more guys on the roster in the fall than they can carry in the spring. Mm-hmm. And they don't like what they see. And they bring you in and they say, hey, you're not going to play, so you probably should look to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe go to JUCO route, and we'll keep our eye on you. Yeah. Okay? And the truth of the matter is they're not keeping their eye on you after that point. They've seen everything that they wanted to see in that fall of you. Yes. See you later. That's right. In your sense, they hadn't even seen him on a college campus yet. No. Hadn't even been there. So let me go get my eyes on this guy in one of the best situations yes, out sir. there. Catching the best pitching staff in right, the country. In the country. That's you know, right. Let me go get him battle-tested That's now, right. and if we don't like it, they could have just said, mm, yeah, they could. Right, have, it's not working. Exactly. They so could, they could you have had away. the option after that year to go back to LSU yes. or to sign, to fall into the signing. Yeah. Um, well, everything was protected. Everyone right. knew. The, the coaches that the coaches at uh, Sanjak knew that, yeah. you know what I mean, the, the situation, everything was like, hey, you know, after Ray's done here – 
after one year or two years, it was his choice. If he wanted to go back to San Jack, he, he had some place to go. But it was a matter of, and don't get me wrong, it wasn't a matter of we wasn't scared. It was just a matter of what happened to Ray his senior year that he didn't play his senior year, yeah. that he needed to play yeah. his freshman year. He couldn't go two years without playing baseball for his development to, you know what I mean, to get better. So right. if Ray played a senior year, had a phenomenal senior year, and the drafting work out that year, trust me, sure and believe, he would have walked into LSU and sure. competed. You know right. what I mean? Right. But without him playing in the spring of his senior year, he needed to play baseball. Yeah. And that's at the end of the day. I could have been here and I could sat as a father like, hey, my son's going to LSU. No, we, we could have put our ego up and be like, hey, he's going to LSU and he's going to play. And then a year later, we're going to be like, oh, man, he didn't play again. So that's now two years of him not playing baseball. So yeah. you, you got to do the best decision as a family for your kid to be in the best position to be better, to get better each year. Right. And it worked out in our favor, right? Sure, Ray had to play. Yeah, Ray played. Yeah. Ray, Ray, did, Ray caught the best pitching staff. And as you said, all the, all the college, all the pro scouts came, come early. So they came to San Jack two, two and a half weeks prior to the D1s. They seen him catch all the best pitching staff. He, he, he hit over 440. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? He had, a great, he had a great corona hit in March, and so be it. But they seen enough of him in those first two to three weeks where they gave him an opportunity to sign a professional contract. No, it, so it, it all worked out. Yep, it, it, it did work out. Yes, it did. Despite articles and people. Ah, oh, listen. Yep. It's, you, know, it, you, it, guys, you guys went through some, some humps. and hey, you know, again, it's, It only made us better. That's it at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, but don't know. give them credit for that. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, no. Listen. That didn't make it better. I don't, I don't wish yeah. anybody what the, no. the route we went, I don't wish anybody upon that. It no, was, that was, was horrible. That was a horrible thing to go, you know, because we, we know you, we know the family, we know Ray, we know the personality. Yes. And we also know the personality on the other side that – but that didn't yeah know, that but it, it also goes back to show you of what we're talking about right if a kid commits so early right so ray right. was at 14 15 team usa committed yeah. to lsu you know at the highest pinnacle of like every travel Everywhere player went, right yeah. you know for, to go the route that he went it was just it was tough because if you'd ask back in 2015 2016 where do you where do you expect yourself at 2019 2020 right. we would have set a different story sure but it happened and you know yeah. what we're moving forward and 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 that's it but you just we were around great people and you no, you, you supported us and yep. the day ray got the call for from the washington national news yeah. you were one of the first calls and yep. you, you we were on you know we were on speakerphone and you you gave us some great direction, and you know what? We hung up the phone and called the agent and no, made we a decision. Happy, happy for everybody. So I want to go back to how this whole thing started, though. Right? I was saying. Sure, we've been talking too much. I don't know where we're going. Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going back to start? The golf? We're going back to the golf? No. I want to talk about showcase coaches. Okay. Okay. And I want to talk about, you know, and we talked about, you know, the Canes and Five Star and Orlando Scorpions and the Bandits and stuff like that. They they attract just by attracting. They put something on social media, people are going to Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and again, it goes back to the point of if you're going to make the national team great. If you could just be anywhere, then you can just be anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know. Now, don't get me wrong. You know those those type of programs, their second tier team or the team that doesn't make the national team, that's pretty darn good team. Yeah, too. absolutely. You know, there's you know there's some good things, but overall, the majority out there of their organizations, those teams are just teams. Yeah, they just you're just wearing a uniform, paying for everything up top. Yeah, great business model. Oh, phenomenal. They, they I, have give, a... I give those guys credit all the time. Listen, you know, I, I talk to both the heads of those of, of those organizations, you know, fairly regularly, and it's. Like, dude, you know, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm amazed at your business model. It's you're making more money than anybody else in this <laughs> oh my game God. at the amateur level, yeah. right? You're doing, you're doing great, and you know, you, you know, you're attracting, you know, the better talent, and you're giving the kids at the highest level this unbelievable experience. Yeah. Okay. So now let's talk about everybody, everybody else involved out there that's trying to compete at their level. So I'm not going to go try and knock heads with, with the Canes national team or mm -hmm. the Five Stars national team or the you know Scorpions national team. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go get, you know, we want the kids to come here to want to play want it, first yeah, of all. I'm absolutely. not going to pick up the phone and recruit. We yeah. put out our tryouts, you know, we're very particular in, you know, mm -hmm. what we take and how we take. Because we want to take, especially at the younger levels, we want to take kids that we know we can develop. Yeah. Right? So sometimes you get stuck and we're going through the winter, not completely full roster yet. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because... Yeah, that kid would have satisfied the situation, but, but again, you yeah. want to you want to get something in that one if they if they're if they're dedicated and they're and they're loyal people. Yeah, which is not a ton out there that are that way anyway. But you know they're going to stay through the program and they're going to allow you to develop them and then you're going to move on and do the job. That's that is the objective of a good travel showcase program. Yeah, if you can capture them young enough, and you can develop them, 
and then move them on, then that's how it goes. It's like going to a school. Like, yeah. you know, you're going to go to school mm-hmm. and you're going to be in that school until you, you know, in that school district yeah. until you're whatever. Until you graduate. Doesn't work that way, right? You know, some of the people that we're talking about here, guy has more jerseys than anybody else in the city. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it goes on and on. So my point is, you're going to run into these, you know, I don't even know the words for it. They're poachers. They're vipers. They're, you know, they're, 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 they're not good even though they come off and they may give the illusion of being something good, they're not really that good. So one of the lines or one of the things that will be said to somebody is, um, hey, you know, if you come over here, you know, I can, I can, you know, I can get you drafted. I can get you. BS. Number one, yeah. nobody can get you drafted, nope. right? Nobody, okay? You better have. Number two is, hey, you know, and by the way, um, I don't make any money doing this. <laughs> yeah, lying again. Yeah. There's two lies, right? And the third lie, third lie will be, um, Oh yeah, and you know, you know, I have an agent. He's kind of an advisor, and you know, I don't make any money. Oh God! So as soon as that comes out of somebody's mouth, they don't make any money. You're lying. That's, that's the ref lie. You're lying because you're not doing this. You know, I mean, listen. Pro if bono. I, if I if I could do it for free, oh absolutely, I would. Yeah, but we can't do it for free, right? Yep. And you know, you know, we support people. I mean, you know, Sue's our partner in this. Andrew works here. John Ennis works. I mean, we have a staff that you know yeah. that are relying on our company to take care of their families outside of what they do. Yep. Like any other like any other job. That's right. So this is a really, really small baseball world. It is. And Too small. It's so when somebody whispers some BS and I'm gonna give you an example, the BS is they say that uh I called or somebody called down and asked if they could play for a certain team. Mm-hmm. In reality, when the call came from them, so see how the, the the BS goes? Because they're going to try and sell the next guy to come down here and yeah. say, well, he called me to say, you know, hey, can my kid come play with you? I don't, my kid's not going to play anywhere else but for CBC. Unless I say or somebody invites yeah. him, and I think it's the right situation where I'm shooting myself in the foot now because i only done it one time. And, and the one time that I've done it. Came back to bite you in the butt. You know, I've gone down, I've gone down to Florida with, with the megastars. Yep. Jeff McNeely and I hybrided a team right down the middle. Both in the dugout, both around our kids, both have that agreement. You know, those are your kids. Those are your players. Yeah. Let's get together. Let's have fun. Let's, let's, you know, let's enjoy this tournament. Let's see how far we can go with yep. our two teams. Yep. But when it's all said and done, I'm not going to go call your kid and say, hey, you know, you, why don't you come play over here? Yeah. You know, I got a good relationship with Jeff McNeely, you know, and, that's, and there's a lot of respect. And I would do anything for his kids as he would do anything for our kids. Yes. Right? So when, when they start poaching, so understand poachers. These people, I want you to understand poachers. It's not for the kids. It's, it's for, for themselves. Yes. It's for themselves. And on top of this guy, he goes, yeah, I called down to this school and this school and this school. And this is in a text. I've seen it. Um, you know, they said, you know, if you want to play for one of the greatest coaches in the world, you need to come play for me. Oh, ha, my ha, God. Ha, right? It's like, dude, you got to be kidding me. Where did, where, who, who gives him that title now? Like, where did he get that Themself, title? You, get, you, yeah. get, you know, he gives your own self, you know? Okay. It's, hey, it's, it's your own title. Hey. But so that's, you know, so you got to be you got to be careful. And I'm going to say, listen, I, I say this, and I I don't say, like, we're sitting at the top of everything. We're the greatest organization in the world. I just, all I just say is that we do things a certain way. Yeah. And this is how we feel about it. We're about development. We're about, you know, we're about um about the families, the players, competitiveness, and getting them on to the next level. This has nothing to do with Jeff Schaefer, John Ennis, Ray Torres, Andrew Zike, Ross Glode. You know, we got nice levels of baseball experience here. Mm-hmm. Great levels of baseball experience. But you know what? Look, dude, it's already on the wall. Yeah. You, you already know? made your I name. Mean, yeah, my, now you give jersey, it back. My jersey's framed. Now I'm on, I want to do the right thing. Where these other people, if they don't have this, then they don't have an identity. So they take amateur baseball – and winning trophies and things like that, or you know, or going out and saying, you know, I got this guy and that guy. Like, do we ever talk about the guys that we have in pro ball? Never. Do we ever go down the whole list of guys that we've sent off to college? Never. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. But you know, these guys will go out and tout, oh, this guy, that guy. So it's like, you know, I, I mean, I, I get really frustrated with it. I get, I get mad. I get angry over it. It doesn't take much to get you mad. No, but I'm better now. I'm really better. You're better. Now. Okay. I think oh, I am. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you can sleep at night knowing that, all right. Hey. Is that why your hands clench in the fist? Right? I do. You know what? It's funny. I got a buddy up in New York, Joe Lanza, that's uh, that's on uh, on Facebook all the time, and you know he's he's our Patchogue Godfather. This is a great Italian dude, right? He's got the the Italian restaurant in Patchogue. He's been successful, whatever. And he says, every time I see a picture with you, Shafe, your hand is clenched. Ready. Like, he, like I'm ready to drop you're somebody. Ready. You're ready. You know, so, yeah. No, no, and I think what you're, you see, 
your your philosophy, your theory, it's like a lot of good ones out there, right? Like Gallag up in New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. He runs a great program. I mean, a lot of the Bankhead. guys. Bankhead. Yeah, he, Bankhead. On that group, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's people right around there. So that. they're building their organization based on relationship, commitment, loyalty, stuff like that, right? right? A lot of the big organizations that we have spoke about, right? Aren't doing that. It's, yeah. And listen, God bless you if you can make it. And we're not money. saying names until 2022, right? 21. 21, even 21. better. That's, yeah. like, that's like in a couple listen, weeks. You know, we, we're dipping our toe in the water right now, you know. But so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to my point is that these organizations aren't being committed to the players, right? Like, like right. okay, I'm, uh, your best player in 2016. Yeah. Just, who's your, who, just think about a player from 2016 that you coached. Oh God, I got it. I, I, listen, just think, just say one. Just you know, Evan Todd. Evan Todd. Okay, right. That's that was in three seconds. A lot of these big organizations. You say, hey, who is your best player? Not best physically. Yeah. Just best player that you had coaching. You know, back in 2019 yeah. or 18. They're not gonna know because they're a numbers based organization mm-hmm. where they're just trying to get as many kids, yeah. and they're just trying to. They're not building so, that relationship with those kids coming you, up. You won't see. We got one trophy in this building and it's a funny trophy because we won the black bear uh this past year and the trophy they gave us was an 18u trophy and we were a 16u team so andrew took tape and put it over like like a duct tape <laughs> we're talking about duct tape and wrote 16u on it so that sits up there it's a joke yeah you know it's like it, it's funny but for me the biggest the greatest satisfaction is i went on to linkedin yeah right and we're talking about names of guys that played with us in the past. And I'm going into LinkedIn, and there's doctors, lawyers, businessmen, mortgage people, you know, uh, home appraisers, insurance guys. Like, those are the success stories. And those guys get to that point, one, being good students, being, you know, whatever. But baseball has prepared them for that type of life. Yeah. So it, it, it's pretty cool. It's not like I go, we walk in the building and go, look at all these trophies. And and look at, all, look these at all these championships. Yeah. It's like, No. It's not about that. Yeah. Let's go on LinkedIn and look at all our kids that are extremely successful. No, it's you know, and, and that stay connected with us. That's right. And that's the thing where it's a matter of relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Like we could talk about and and Ray played for one of the biggest organizations, right? In in a, in a World Series game, he broke his chest right. making a play, right. diving for a guy to get it out, sacrificed his body, fell out in a freak accident. Uh, uh, the the, the two piece helmet just cracked to the sternum. It was just like it, you couldn't you could do right. it a hundred more times. It never happened, right? For that organization, broke his chest in the middle of a World Series, right? Two weeks later, they called me, asked me to to help him out, get him a catcher. I got him one of the best catches in, across the country in California. Right. In the fall, when Ray got healed, I said, "Hey, Ray's back. Ray's gonna be." They said, "Oh, we don't have room for you anymore." Like yeah. so, a kid that breaks his chest. Like gets hurt for you, I go out there and help you get another catch and oh, replace yeah. my son. Perfect point. So when when he gets, you know, ten weeks, he's he's getting back into shape. He's getting. Hey, you got a tournament coming up. Hey, let's. I haven't heard from you, right? I haven't heard from you since he got hurt. Yeah. But now it's like, hey, you no, you know good for us anymore. That goes to the point. That guy called me. Yep. Yeah. That guy called me to ask me to ask if. Dylan would play with him, and then my thing was, hey, what else do you need? Yeah. Oh, I could use a catcher. Yeah. I could use a pitcher, right? So, so, you, you go so I'm helping him. Yeah. And then turn around, and what happens is he poaches a player, and he then he tries. Players. You know, but he does, he does that to everybody. I mean, he's calling, he's calling this whole story that I gave. He's calling somebody else going, hey, you know, I'm the best coach in the country. You need to come play for me. You know? Yeah. It's, I mean, listen. I, come on. But like come you on. said, at the end but of the you day. Know what? He doesn't have, if, if he doesn't have that, he has. He's yes. No, he's no that's, that's what so you, he wants yes. to, you know, it's like, you know, you walk around. Well, I'll walk around in these events, right? These big events. And there'll be high-level big league guys, right? I mean, high-level mm-hmm. big league guys that we've known, we've seen. And don't say a word. Mm-hmm. Stay back. Don't, you know, like, you know, let the kids do what they got to do. Yeah. When it's like an umpire, right? When an umpire takes over a game, it's not about the umpire. It's, it's about the game. The umpire should never be seen. Never be seen. When that, when that coach takes over or, or his president, he thinks that he's the, he's the reason. Yeah. Then, you know. It's, yeah, it should never be about the coach or an umpire. It should never be about the adult no. during a kid's game. It should always be about the kids right. performing. So, my... Artie's here, right? And obviously, him and my father-in-law were F8. Were, yeah. were, were, we're best friends. And, and he, my father-in-law said something that he said, the, if this is a movie, mm-hmm. the players are the leading men and the coaches are the supporting cast. Yes, absolutely. Right? When the coach thinks he's the leading man, mm-hmm. 
you got something. You that's got something. A, that's a problem. It's it's a big problem. It's a problem. And it's and it's it's. I don't say it's rampant. It's just it's obvious to some. Now this. Listen again. I don't want to. We sit we sit here and we beat up on a lot of things, right? Yeah. Because I like to call out what's bad in the game. You know, and you know. But the good is, there's a lot of good people in this game. Yeah. There's a lot of good people doing the right reasons. There's a lot of good people trying to make a living doing this. That fight to make a living doing yeah. it. Yeah. But in the end, they're doing it because they love the game. They love the kids, and they want to. You know, they, they want to do it. It doesn't, you know, if you talk to them about something, they're not going to say, well, me. Yeah. You know, like I went to the plate, uh, went to the plate one time. Guy doesn't know who I am, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know who this guy is. Introduces himself to me and says, yeah, I'm a former big leaguer. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's good. Good. You know, good for you. Right? You know, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm supposed to be like, you know, okay, now right away it's about you. You could care less about those kids in that yeah. dugout over there. That's right. You want everybody to know and look at you because you're saying you're a former big league guy. That's right. You know, so it's it's you know those are the unfortunate parts, but I want to make sure that you know we're, we're clear on a couple things. One, the kid that committed, congratulations, you know, congratulations, man, we're yes. happy for you. We've seen you go through the process. Be prepared. Yes, that's our that's our advice to you. Be prepared of what can happen. That's don't, right. Don't don't get you know this illusion that it's don't think you're set for the next four years. Everything's gold. You're not yeah. set yet. Okay, no, you're right. Okay, the other part of it is be careful when you start to jump into these these scenarios with these people mm -hmm. that. You know, it, it's for the right reasons. Yep. You know, I mean, because you, you're trusting your kid in the hands of certain people, and they want to put a tag on right. your kid to help their right. Mm -hmm. So and end game it, it help help the ending. And, and the other part is that we know, as far as coaches and stuff like that, there's very few people when this is all said and done, and their kid is committed and gone somewhere. Yep, that will appreciate or stay or you know support. Whatever they just thanks man. I mean, I, I use the term we're, we're high priced prostitutes. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's no. I mean, if you think about it, right? You know, they pay big dollar for us to do whatever and move them on and help them out and get get what you need to get out of us as much and, as you and can get out. Gone, right? Yeah, you know, and then but then you come out, you know, with with a group of friends. You, I mean, I can go down a list. The Mazars, yeah. Sabinos. I mean, I can I can go down this list of people that, you know, that whether the 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 Robs, whether their kids are here, or not here. And I want to say the boyness too, because if I don't say the boyness, Corinne, will, she'll kill me. <laughs> she will kill me. Um, but if if their kids are here and not here, we're still going to be oh, yeah. friends. And there's still, you know, we did we provided a service, but outside of the service, you have a you know you have this relationship, where it's you know these other people is like, well, it's, you know, for for me, it's be a steward to the game, right? Yeah. Do the right thing for the game. Andrew, what do you got on the TV? Because he's looking over my shoulder again. That's his Clint Eastwood. That's a commercial. That was a good movie. That was when he was a scout his daughter. <laughs> uh, go ahead. So go ahead and finish. No, it's, just, it, it's, it's a matter of doing what's best for the game, yeah. not what's best for me. Right? Absolutely. I, although I do want to do well for my family, and I want to make sure that everybody's taken care of. And, yep. You know, and Andrew's side, too, that we're doing the right thing. Um, you know, it's funny. We do USA baseball, right? And, we, and these are hit and run with these kids. We go through the we go through the regional events. We pick our team. We show up and carry for a week, and next thing you know, we're still in touch with some of these kids. And and, and if you was and, and if listen, you have a certain or your organization CBC has a, a a upper hand on a lot of other people, right? Because you have all these players coming to you to try out for USA baseball, right. so you could cherry pick could the top. Players yeah. around the country and yeah. offer them the world, yeah. right? Uh, and, and be like, "Hey, come play for CBC." And not only could you get your foot in the door right. with USA Baseball, yeah. I'm the guy that's you know what I mean, yeah. pushing names up the ladder. Right. So you could you could be doing it so yeah. you could you could do it so much dirtier than a lot of other coaches, and you yeah. don't. You never listen. As long as you and I known each other, you've never ever put. Never you know asked. what I mean? You never asked, nope. and 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 it was just a matter of. It was about our relationship, and we grew on that. It wasn't and about anything I could do to help Brad. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even and he never played not one game for you, and you yeah. always was there, always picked up the call whenever we needed. So it's not about, and, and that's the thing where a lot of coaches think where if you don't play for them, they don't have anything to offer you or need to right. talk to you about. Right. Right. And it's not about that. Right. If you're a good person and if you want to help the kids, no matter if he plays for another organization or not, you should be always willing to help the next kid or the next family out there. And that's what families should be looking for in an organization as far as what's the right organization. Not about the yeah. organization with the name, the best name, because they have the most commits. Because at the end of the day, if you want to revisit you're, it. You're, you're, you're too educated in this landscape when it's over. Oh yeah, and it's too late. It's too late. It's I too mean, late because you you know you move through and you bounce around and you do whatever and you think this is the right place to be or you're targeting that. 
Yeah. You know, it's, it's too it's, late. After it, it you know is, what I mean? But, after after you go through the ranks from thirteen to eighteen, you know, you learn so much and you're like, If I knew what I know now, then I, you know what I mean, I would have done it differently. Right. But sure. it's too late because your kid is already out the ranks. Right. So as a as a as a as a parent that just went through it with the kids, only thing I could recommend and I suggested to parents that's going through mm-hmm. it is be involved. Be involved, right. ask the right questions. Don't feel like you're being, an, you know, the advocate. Your kid is your kid at the end of the day because uh, coaches are going to all say what they're going to do for your kid. But at the end of the day, you're the only one that's going to step in front of a train you, for your kid. You go, you go to the car dealership and you look at a lot of cars. Yeah. Right? And you yeah. figure out what's the best car, what fits, what do I need, what don't I need, whatever. Yep. And then you buy that car. You yep. don't walk on and go, give me that car. We make, we, make, we make the quickest decision when it comes to baseball in regards to what we think is right. But yeah. other stuff, like you said, cars or whatever the case may be, right. you know what I mean? And, and, and your kid is the biggest investment that, you know, by picking yep. a school, committed to a school or committed to a team that think you're going to get X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. where at the end of the day, if your kid falls in the wrong hands at 14, 15, 16, they could be done with baseball. Right. And it's over, you know? So people should all be involved. And if the coach doesn't have the time and energy to answer any of your questions as far as, you know what I mean, uh, um, not, not about playing time. Don't get me wrong. You should never ask the coach about, hey, if my kid plays for you, is he going to be the shortstop or is he going to be batting forward? Those are questions you should never ask. But just like, hey, you know what I mean? Just just the right questions. And you know what I mean? We're all smart enough to know who's genuine and who's not. Sure. And, and it's not sure. about the name and the height. I just want to make clear that my greatest, my greatest trophy of an individual is Andrew. Huh? Me? Andrew. Okay. He works with me every day. I gotta oh. say that, otherwise he's gonna. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all these other guys that are out there running around, like you know. But Andrew's here every day. Yeah, yeah. listen, Andrew yeah. put this place together. Looks no, awesome. Andrew's been amazing. It yes. really has. And one day, two. Like said, he Andrew, did a lot with one two. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I gotta we gotta beef that up because eventually we want Andrew just to run the whole thing and. Listen. And then I can show up like on Fridays and get a check. <laughs> He thinks I do that now, yeah, anyway. Yeah, say you nap. No, I'm set doing up, my naps. I, I, yeah, well, I don't know, like you know, passwords and stuff like that. It's like Listen, Andrew. wait till baseball yeah. season. That's when we're gonna really see the real Jeff, not really. I uh, see. That's what I love the most. Like yeah. I can't stand that stuff. I can't field. stand that. I mean, I no. I, I'm talking about when there's games going on and you know, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, be going to work. To be there. Yeah, like, right. yeah. I'm looking at all three. Yeah, you're gonna be looking at shut his doors. Yeah, you're gonna be watching TV and watching games. Yep. And then we got TVs just to stream the games. Oh my god. Watch it on stream, or I can watch it live. It's too much, too much stimulus for you. And no kidding with our ADD. Like, right, we'll be like sharing meds. Like, come on over, right? You know. So this what do you TV's got? TV's killing me. Let's wrap up on this. That so we okay. have actually on the TV. What now, we got going Philly's on? name Dave Dombrowski, president yeah. of Baseball Ops. Seems like some of these uh, old, older school guys are coming back into the game. And yeah, Larusa. Yeah, Larusa back from Chicago White managing. Sox, yeah. Well, we've been yeah. we've been saying that, you know what I mean? Like the game is going to change. You know what? We've been we're, we're stuck on this analytics and all these numbers, and the computer guys are managing the game from up top. You know what I mean? We got to get the baseball guys back on the field. Seems like the Phillies they, took a one eighty well, from what they were going to a few years. Oh, back. They, no doubt about it. Because yeah. they had Gabe Kapler, who mm-hmm. was a huge sabermetrics guy, that they they bumped out. Yeah, it's 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 coming back to the way the game is supposed to be played. You yeah. can't. The game has been successful for 150 years. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's played a certain way, and people enjoy it played a certain way. And, right. you know, and, and if you're a true baseball person, you understand the, stri- the, the strategy involved mm-hmm. in the game, the hit and run, the bunt, you know, the, you know. Bunt, what's the, that? The old, the old time taking a guy out at second base, which they'll never bring back. But, you know, those, those parts of the games were exciting. And if you were a true baseball fan and there was a man on second base and, and no outs, and it was a nut-cutter game. You're in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, Got and all of a sudden you come up and the guy gets jammed intentionally and gets the guy to third base, and the next guy hits a sack fly, and you win the game. That was like, wow, that was pretty cool. Yep. Instead yeah. of, you know, there's a guy on second base, there's Strike no outs, out. and all yeah. those guys just trying to do is launch and hit a two-run yep. home run yep. and drive in 100 runs because it's, you know. So the, you know, the, so you've taken away the – you've making the baseball player limited dimensionally. Sure. Right, mm-hmm. you would go out and get a baseball. We talk about five tools. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know you could run, you could throw, you could field, you could hit, you could hit for power. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you have the intangible tools, which are instincts. Do you take the extra base? Can you able to read a throw out of the outfielder's hands? Or, you know, different yeah. things like that. Those things are gone because now guys get base hits one, and they just Cadillac the first base. Yeah, right. Where my mindset and my mindset of, of that era was, you did that, you got ripped not by the media, not by the fan. You got ripped by the guys yeah. in your clubhouse, yeah, your right? Club, yep, because. You you come out of the box on a base hit, 
and I and this is what I this is something that I teach our guys all the time. I say I'm always expecting the guy on the other side of the ball to make a mistake. You're always thinking too. Always make a mistake. Yep, that's you right. Know? If, if the pitcher's going to throw, he's going to make a mistake. He's going to give me something to hit. Yeah. Right. If I if I put a ball in the fl- in the air, it's a fly ball. I'm expecting that guy to drop it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. you got to go. So if you watch Dylan play. You watch Dylan play, he plays with that mentality. Mm-hmm. I've seen him take more extra base hits on guys that either lost the ball in the sun, dropped the ball, yep. you know, were lazy on some some other things. So, you know, those those pieces of the game are gone because now they just jog the first. Yeah. Right? You know, oh, ba- base hit and they Cadillac the first. Yeah. Dude, you got to come out of the box and put the pressure on the defense. That's right. You know, play the game the way it's supposed to be played. That's yep. right. You know, and it's, and it's just not. So I hope what we're seeing now – that so. you know, I think they're going to go after players that are baseball players, yeah. right? But also, the, when you put in a, La, a Larusa, and I'll tell you a, a Larusa story, when you put a Larusa in the dugout, it changes things because you know what? He's so freaking intense. Mm-hmm. He was intense when I played for him. I mean, he was. I love the way he managed, dude. You know, when the game was going on, he was in his box, and that was it. Yeah. You know, and you had to do everything professionally. You had to have professional at bats. You know, I mean, you had to be yeah. a pro. Mm-hmm. Your practice was professional. You weren't just going through the motions. Everything had a purpose. We were in, we were in Oakland, and um, I'm not. I'm sorry. We were in New York. Ricky Henderson comes up, hits a fly ball, right? Dogs to first base. Okay, third out. Third outs made on the other side, on the defensive side. I'm not in the game. I'm standing there. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the dugout. Henderson's coming off the field. Ricky Henderson, greatest, yeah, it's based on one of the greatest yeah. players ever in yep. history. Larusa gets up on the top step and gets in his face. Ricky Henderson walks down into the tunnel past Larusa. Larusa goes into the tunnel and just undresses him. Mm-hmm. Right? Doesn't matter. This is the greatest player in the game, yeah. right? Ricky Henderson. Two or three innings later, Henderson comes up. Right? Hits a pop up. What's he do? It's almost standing on second base. Yeah, gonna, yeah. So that was, you know, that was the point where it's just like, you know what? You play this game the right way. I don't give a shit. Beep. Beep. I don't care who you are. Yeah, right? 30 second delay. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just Now it just came up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but my point being like, that's how the game is supposed to be played. And that's the mentality that has to get back there. Because those things, I want, if I'm going to go to a game and maybe we're old school baseball, I want to see somebody hustle. Yeah. I want to like, I like that guy. He may be the utility man. He may be the, you know, number nine hitter, like. That guy plays the game the way it's supposed to be played. And that's what I want to see out here. And unfortunately, what you see on TV is what's translated. I mean, we yeah. see it all the way down to the to the littlest guys. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, listen, like you said, singles are looked like frowned upon now, right? Like, I'd rather have a guy get four singles, a, you know, a game than hit one home run every ten of bats. Like, stolen bases are kind of, you know, the, the, those numbers are down. Mm-hmm. You know, stolen bases are exciting. Oh, because every— Dave, Dave no. Roberts won the greatest stolen bases ever in the World Series when he was with Boston. Stolen bases you know? are down because we got 15-year-olds yeah. throwing a 1-6. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I did, you know, yeah, one six. But. That's hilarious. All right. So what else, Andrew? Any good? questions out there? No, we're good. Everyone, people just commenting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're just listening today. Beautiful. All right, man. Well, we'll do this again next Friday. And then yeah, what do we got? Christmas off after that? Yeah, I think Christmas we after take, that. We're taking, we're taking Christmas off? Come on. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd show up here. Look, Amanda, uh, Amanda probably tell me, no, go. Go do <laughs> it. Get out of here. We could do a Christmas podcast. We could do yeah. a Christmas podcast. Once you get out your house, can you drive in the rain or snow? You know what I mean? Just Dude, he got made? pulled over in the parking lot I the did, other I day. Did, what do you mean? Pulled over. Yeah, yeah. He's going uh, 26 and a 25. No way. The guy didn't know he only has a four-cylinder under the hood. He thought it was a really fast car in his Mustang. Oh, my God. That is funny. Yeah, but yeah, he got pulled over. The, Did you get a ticket? Yeah, yeah, you got, got a ticket. ticket. Yeah. yeah, and he's and he lives in a family of cops. Yep, and you couldn't get out of it. Let's just say the people I talked to says that that guy will write a ticket to his mother. Oh wow! So. Yeah, wow. That's when. Uh, yeah, that's bad. So now every yeah. time every time Andrew drives by, he goes, "Mother." <laughs> 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 oh man so, alright well, we appreciate everybody Schaefer Baseball Report don't forget to like and share Absolutely. don't forget to like and share please yeah. we're pumping it up we're getting close to uh, you know be- being able to get some sponsors in yeah. here we're getting some advertising dollars I want yeah. to thank Eddie Buskey always at EA Sports Field Incorporated if you're getting your fields yeah. fixed, done, built, whatever man best in the That's business right. and, and, and good people doing it business yeah business <laughs> business but uh Thank you, Architect Sports, of course. Uh, those guys over there, and Ray, appreciate you, man. Always. 
And uh, and Artie, good to have you here, Artie. Yeah, and we have to like slap a headset on Artie one time. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, we'll have to take cigarette breaks, though, right? <laughs> so this hour thing is a long thing for him. So we, we bring it back to the '70s where you just it smoke is. in the building. And then hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we're at the bar. Yeah, we're at the hopefully. bar next week. All right, so. that'd be pretty that'd be cool. Nice. That'd be very cool. That'd be pretty cool. All right, we appreciate All right. everybody. Peace out. Okay.